0: You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby.
1: Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's start the show. Now go to that voodoo that you do hold on to your butts showtime eh, a-holes hello there hello this is the box office bros podcast and it is Corey. what's up The, the man and i'm gonna introduce the man the myth the legend my guy it is chance Okay, I'm not going to do the whole thing because that would just be a kind of a royal waste of time, but the Chance Oliver is in the Zoom meeting. What's up?
0: Oh, you know, just marveling at the fact that you did that before we started recording for, like, a solid 40 seconds. So the fact that I thought you were going to do it for an additional 40 seconds was, you know, pretty impressive, not going to lie. Uh,
1: yeah, you were just like, okay, well, Corey is going to not only... um, He's not only going to um adhere to this bit and commit to this bit, he's going to subject it to me twice.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought about it, too. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> I, want, like, I had a feeling you were going to go as long, but I was like, how long is not as long? Because that's still at least like like a minimum 10 seconds, but he could go longer. So,
1: you know, oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, that's good, man. I found out. Uh, so, you know how I told you I was taking my car in to get its tailpipe fixed? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Well, I got it fixed. And you know how I told you it was having trouble with its coolant? Yeah. Well, the guy fixing the tailpipe was like, yeah, coolant's coming out of your radiator. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just like a drip, but it's not like, but it's still coming out. And I'm just like, well, that's not good. It isn't. But, you know, we're going to we're gonna roll with the punches, roll with the cars. Um, and hopefully me and my stepdad can get that sorted out. Because you know what? Yeah. It's supposed to be really hot this weekend. And I kind of need coolant in my radiator because, well... You know why. You I don't have to explain. No, the thing is, is nothing is more
1: insufferable than a car that isn't, you know, working up to snuff during the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, dur- and like during the winter time, obviously, it's crappy as well. But during the summertime, there's something particularly frustrating about getting, you know, nice and greasy as you mm-hmm. think is you're greasy when you're walking outside and then you get into your um, car and then you're greasier too. And the thing is, it's just like
0: ugh. yeah, like <laughs> My it's, only it's like wintertime time feeling, you know? experience with that was I had to replace. So I used to, I'm about to say something real manly to all the, um, to all the macho men listening. I mm-hmm. ha- I drove a minivan in high school. Ooh, uh, you
1: were that guy.
0: Well, I drove a, mi- so it was funny. I drove a minivan for like my junior year and then my senior year, I drove a truck. So complete opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. <laughs>
1: you're uh, like the, you're like the guy that rolled into Sonic and you were the envy of all the teenage boys, the wannabe country teenage boys when he rolled into sonic drive Through,
0: right exactly except i didn't talk about it nearly as much as they did anyway no, for sure. my, in but my high
1: school it was um it was mustangs and it was like ford f-150s was the one thing that got you know their little um i don't know testosterone that's th-
0: going they're like oh yes
1: we're manly men look at our cars
0: Anyways. i can tow stuff <laughs> Woo. anyway So, I had it on the minivan. Sorry for getting this way distracted already. But on the minivan, I had to change an alternator in like the dead of winter and I had to change it on a gravel driveway. So, you know, just being underneath a minivan when it's like 20 degrees outside, changing an alternator because the engine's sideways in a minivan for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm just like, (laughs) you know. I wonder how I got here, and how I can prevent myself from doing this in the future.
1: No, I I completely can
0: uh, get with that, because
1: back when, you didn't know me back when I had my uh, Bonneville. Uh, I did not. But I had, yeah, I had a Bonneville, a yeah, Pontiac, and oh my goodness, that car was like, it was a love-hate relationship, it drove real smooth, it mm-hmm. was really nice at moments, but god when it sucked it sucked there is one day that it was like projectile clue um coolant was like jerting its way out of the radiator and I was like oh my goodness and it was and of course it was when it was really hot out too because it always oh. happens when it's really hot out there's so much money and you know when people say oh I'm putting more money into this car than I am for buying a new one mm-hmm. it actually was getting to that point and it was getting <laughs> so frustrating and so Eventually I you know, I was saving up money for a while and the job I had at the time wasn't really paying all that well. And so it yeah. just took forever, but then it felt so good to have that money. I turned around and I was like, sweet <laughs> Let's go, and then I got a new car.
0: Goodbye, money pit. Exactly. But
1: regardless of that, let's get into pivoting back. Our, let's get into our movie news. And so or not movie news, but we we have a couple of movie homes. adjacent very um we have some very requested movie stuff because the thing is we released a podcast Mm -hmm. that was directly after the episode the last episode of loki as well as black widow dropping so we're going to be talking about the last episode of loki this episode we're going to be talking about black widow and then we're also to end out the podcast we're going to talk about those awesome new dune posters
0: so and don't ask me about it on facebook sparks I know what you were doing.
1: <laughs> Without further ado, <laughs> shout out to Sparks. Shout out to everybody. Um, while i listening to the podcast and who enjoys it, we really appreciate you. But anyway, shout out
0: to Jake and his new podcast. By yeah, the way, oh yeah,
1: we're we're doing a crossover. We um, he messaged me about that, so we're gonna do that. So hell yeah, we definitely have to get that going sometime. That would be fun. A lot of fun editing for us too. <laughs> oh god. But anyways, we're just not gonna think about that till later. But no. um, regardless of all of that. Let's get right into it. Holy shit, Loki was so good!
0: Oh my god,
1: <laughs> it is definitely my kind of thing. Okay, the thing is, um, initially I saw that film Twitter um, or Marvel Twitter, not film Twitter, um, very different things. Um, Marvel <coughs> Twitter did not seem to enjoy it that much, so I knew I was gonna like it. I'm not gonna, I'm not <laughs> trying to sound too pretentious, but I'm like, oh, that either means that it's actually like really bad, or it means that it really didn't fulfill like an action urge, or it didn't fulfill, like, I don't know, it didn't fulfill, like, I'm not going to say that, like, okay, I, I, I need to be less mean to Marvel Twitter. I have a lot of, I have a lot of random friends on Twitter who um, are a picture of, who I don't know personally, who are a picture of Deadpool or a picture of some random, you know, person or whatever, like mm-hmm. Marvel character, who tweets a lot about Marvel, and I enjoy that. Some of them I find insufferable, but yes. <laughs> as far as their opinions go, just because I disagree them, I still love them, but regardless of that, I noticed that a lot of Marvel Twitter didn't like the episode, so I was like, okay, I'm probably going to like this episode, <laughs> and I did.
0: <laughs> uh, so, what are your yeah. initial thoughts? My initial thoughts on the episode, or just the reaction to it as well?
1: Um, Well, you know, a little bit of both. Let, let, let's, let's mix it up here, you know? Okay, let's get so a little like saucy the, up in this.
0: Well, the reaction to it, I thought, I was just like, you know... From what I perceived, the people who didn't like this episode were the ones who really liked the ending of WandaVision, and the people who did not like the ending of WandaVision really liked the ending of Loki, so I'm just like, you know? And I think...
1: Yeah, what are you saying? Sorry. I was going to
0: say, you know, I think I'm going to like it when I see it.
1: Exactly. And the thing is, is that I knew, like, my whole thing is that I am, if there's anybody who is at a champion of... I hate it when I see CGI of one color and CGI of another color attacking each other for an entire third act of a film, Dragon movie, Ball. TV show, for TV season, or whatever. And it was just so cool because it was a Shakespearean war of words was kind of what's happening. Personally, um, one criticism that I have, is I wish that the words were more two-sided. Like, a lot of the stuff came to... Like, in the P-Fair... Um, it was a lot of listening to a character. That's what a lot of the episode right. was. It wasn't necessarily a ton of dialogue. I would have liked to see some exchange and some different things like that occur. I think that would be a lot more fun. But at the same time, I still really like what we got. Um, You're saying anything, James? What are you thinking?
0: Oh, I was going to say, like, it's not... It's very foreign to what you've seen from the Disney Plus MCU shows and the MCU in general. Or even the... Even the superhero genre in general, like oh for sure, no one talks it out. Like the monologue always ends with a battle, like almost every single time.
1: And for sure, the thing is, is it kind of did end with a battle, but it wasn't really necessarily like a battle that you thought of, right? And it was mm-hmm. definitely still a deception, and it was just there's just so much tension and everything like that for you. But just to like recap where we're getting at. Um, We begin the episode, and this is where I guess spoilers are going to be coming in for you, so if if, um, you haven't seen the entirety of Loki, we're going to spoil all of it, so, you know, beware, but the beginning of the episode starts with Loki and Sylvie um, like basically where it left off in episode five, and Loki and Sylvie have oh, have you know vanquished Um Eliath, and they've walked through, and they have that like ooh deep ominous castle, and it's looking very scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically, that's gonna be kind of the deal that's happening there. You see all of that stuff happening, and then they walk through, and there's a lot of like dark stuff, and like the castle looks creepy, and they're walking in. And of course, the first thing that happens that as I'm watching the episode in the middle of the night and I is freaking terrifies me is Miss Minute popping up out of nowhere and going, hey, y'all. And I'm like, oh, geez. Oh gosh. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I was like, dude, that how, on a scale from one to ten. How did how freaked out? Did he get by that um, jump scare? <laughs> it got me. I'm not even going to deny it. It got me good.
0: I watched it when it dropped at like 2 in the morning so it got okay. me too I was just like ah fuck shit
1: <laughs> it's funny cause I like I was watching it on my phone and what happened to me was I was gonna stay up to watch it at the right time but I woke up at like 5 and I couldn't fall asleep so then I um so then I was just like okay I guess I'm just gonna watch the rest of this or I guess I'm just gonna watch this and so it, it weird. Gosh, it was so creepy that uh, like, and then Miss Minutes was like, she was so
0: ominous,
1: and she was just like, so. You made
0: like, it to the end of time, and she is
1: so evil. It's so funny because there's there's so many people who probably were like, hey, Miss Minutes is getting held captive. Miss Minutes, we need to save Miss Minutes. No, Miss Minutes is evil. She is full on hella villain. She has to be.
0: I don't the, trust be, that. Oh, sorry.
1: I, I don't trust anything circular. I don't trust myself. I have a round ass head. So it's like, dude, I don't trust anything circular.
0: I don't trust any <laughs> clock that sounds like Timmy Turner. No
1: That's way. <laughs> Tara Strong does such a good job. <laughs> <laughs> she, she posted like a thirst trap on a TikTok. I if saw that like, too. She was like, hey, y'all. And everybody's like, why is the clock
0: hot? <laughs> and then they start realizing how many characters she's voiced from their child, and then they're just yeah, like, oh like, no. Now
1: all of a sudden I'm just gonna get all horny for Timmy Turner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jeez God. Anyway. <laughs> Can't wish that one away, folks.
1: But then basically, um Miss Minutes goes in there and she talks about how, you know, oh, you know, you're gonna be able to get whatever you want, Sylvie. You're not gonna be on the run. Loki, you're going to have a future where you can kill Thanos. You're going to have everybody around you and you're going to be able to rule and all of these things. And then, you know, basically they give off the whole She's like, well, he is going to be able to do that for you. And they're like, who? And they're like, he who remains. And so everybody's like, ha we watched that new Rockstars video. <laughs> and we know what the he who remains is. He's the final agent of the TVA. And everybody's like, we found out. It's not Kang. It's not, Um, let's see, it's not another Loki. Which personally, that dumped my theory from last week. I thought it was another Loki. Because, you um. I'm not going to, Well, even though we're full spoilers, I kind of want to actually chronicle through this episode, because I think that's going to make the conversation flow a little bit better, Mm -hmm. because of the way this episode kind of um, pans out, but the thing is, is that we were pretty much all wrong as far as what it was, but it's just so much better than what we could have predicted, but Chance, what were you?
0: Um, I was going to say, like, well, for what you just said, I think I was like, I was a little bit right, but not like. I was right as to the why a little bit, but not as to the who at no, all.
1: for sure. Um, remind um, me of your theory again.
0: Okay, so I said, what if it was... Because you said you were going to be mad if it was a variant of Loki at the end of the TVA.
1: Yeah, and I... And I, 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 I yeah, and I said oh, I was mad, yeah, because I was trying to think exactly what I said, because I I understood that, it because the reason why I would be mad is because we just spent an entire episode talking about variants of Loki, and it just mm-hmm. seems like the two, I, a lot of people said that that wouldn't be the safe choice, but I thought that was the safest choice, you know what I mean? Right. And that's the reason why I didn't want it. But and at the so, same time, I was still a little bit like, oh, King." Right. I was like, well, people are going to be like, who? But they still made that satisfying. I'm not saying it was King because technically it's not King, but anyways, go on. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, because basically you I, you said you'd be mad. And I said, like, I could see it working as a variant of Loki. If it was a variant of Loki trying to prevent something bad from happening. And it kind of was someone trying to prevent something bad from happening. Exactly. But we can get into that. Uh, well, right now, Corey. Yeah, uh, for
1: sure. But yeah. But like, OK, so they go through. They say no to miss minutes. And then the elevator doors go through and chance. I want you to kind of outline kind of what your reaction to what was behind that elevator and what happened there.
0: So basically it comes open and you see this man in purple robes who looks a lot like someone who's been cast for a certain Ant-Man movie. <laughs> and he's just basically acting very friendly Um and basically, he starts um oh well, how to describe it? he starts let's make a deal with everything. Uh huh. Is that a good way to describe it? Let's make no, a deal.
1: No, yeah, it is a very uh, deal or no deal, very uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory kind of esque kind of attitude. The way he's yeah. kind of pulling everything off to the point where he literally does that. I know we don't have a video of this, but he's right. doing he's even doing this thing at one point of the episode. Like mm, the yeah, he was. Where he has this, hand on his uh, chin and he's like, you know, inquiring.
0: <laughs> like the O'Reilly oh, memes from like oh, 2011. Really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a funny meme format that I'm glad we're not into still. Anyways.
0: <laughs> no, but he starts kind of this is kind of where the expository bit of the episode starts and it's a big expository. It definitely is. Um so basically I guess Kang just—he's uh, not Kang. He's the one who remains. Mm-hmm. But he who he, remains. Basically, he just—he—they're just like, "Who are you?" And he's just mm-hmm. like, "I've been called many things. Uh He who remains, a conqueror." I'm just like, hey, "He said the thing."
1: No, but the thing is, the cool. But here's my here's my thing that I love about that little deal. Um He goes. He goes. I've been called many things: a ruler, a conqueror, a jerk. And that's what oh, made, yeah. that, 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 that made me laugh. But here, but basically, without saying anything, Jonathan Majors um, shows up in that elevator. And Jonathan, Majors, for all y'all who don't know or who don't remember from when we've covered D twenty three stuff, however, so many months ago, um, mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors is the guy who's casted as pretty much. Like, it's not confirmed that he's the new big bad of Marvel, but I'm very certain that he's going to be the new big bad of Marvel, uh, Marvel, and that is Kang the Conqueror. And He Who Remains is um, more or less a variant of Kang the Conqueror. And so mm-hmm. it's, like, what I wanted to, like, I'm going to touch on just for a moment so we can get into, like, what he says and the cool things that he says that sets up mm-hmm. stuff that's going to be happening later in the MCU. Right. Um the cool thing that happens is that like at the beginning of all those things he, you see him with a tempad, um and he is like predicting all these moves he's like because sylvie tries to kill him like five times and then mm-hmm. all these different things and he always knows where they're going and then he you know gives them tea and i love that moment where he's like loki mm-hmm. and loki <laughs> and then he starts explaining, like, you know, kind of the deal with what's happening here and how, you know, everything that's happened, it's like everything at the TVA, everything the TVA didn't know he knew, everything that led up to the TVA, Lamentus, the Void, everything he planned out for them to be here because he wants them to take over the TVA. Because he's tired of taking over the TVA. And the most interesting thing about this episode isn't necessarily who is controlling the TVA. It's the why he's controlling the TVA Mm -hmm. and why he's getting into this kind of archaic, kind of culty view of time travel and and maintaining the timeline. Because he has his reasons for it. Even though it seems very draconian, he has his reasons. You want to get into those, Chance?
0: So basically, he kind of breaks down like the origin of King the Conqueror in a in a certain sort of way, where he's like, "Oh, I was a scientist in the 31st century. Mm-hmm. I was just like, go on." <laughs> <laughs> um, he's just like, and I discovered that there are multiver- There's sort of like there are multiverses layered on top of each other, and we discovered a way to go to other ones. And you know, it's like. Oh, we like, you know, we shared our greatest achievements with them and they shared their greatest achievements with us and everything was going great. And then until other variants of me decided that they wanted to pick fights and cause trouble. Yeah. And
1: exactly. that started a
0: whole ass multiversal war. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically the one who remains is. I don't know if you want to say the king who won. Yeah, he We're was there. a Kang who we won. Don't I don't know if you want to call him like... I'll probably I'll...
1: call him... Nath- he's probably just Nathaniel Richards at this point. Like, because um, he's technically a descent of, uh, a descendant of um, Reed Richards. Of, you know, Fantastic Four fame. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Nathaniel... But the thing is, he's technically Nathaniel Richards, but very old. <laughs> but he... So, yeah, that's kind of where he's at. And I just thought it was really interesting because like it just technically what they said about the multiversal war actually was correct and not propaganda, but, Mm -hmm. um, there's just a lot of stuff left out.
0: Like it's like, I guess, cause like what I said with a Loki trying to stop something bad from happening, it was actually a version of Kang trying to stop something bad from happening.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So you're right. Kind of. Sort of, in a way. Sort of, maybe, maybe kind. From yeah. a certain point of view. From a
1: certain point of view. Come on, Obi-Wan, don't lie to <laughs> us. Oh, Obi-Wan, don't from a certain point of view us, please. Come on, get down with that
0: BS. <laughs> yeah, so basically, that is the reason, that like, yeah, get the reason for the season of the TVA is basically to prevent Kang from existing
1: mm-hmm.
0: to and becoming so- a conqueror.
1: And so here's the reason, and the craziest thing about it, is this changes um, the MCU as we know it, and you want to know why? Because this whole time, we have just been riding the sacred timeline. Mm -hmm. This whole entire time has been micromanaged by the he who remains. Exactly. That's the reason why Kang hasn't shown up yet. And the thing is, is if you think about it, There was a multiversal war that already had happened in the past, technically. Technically, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I don't even know what to call it, the past or the future, because time probably doesn't necessarily exist
0: where they had this multiversal war. Well, because this show... Sorry. Uh, Yeah, no, no, you're fine. I was going to say, because this show creates a very easy crutch for the writers, but it also creates a giant nosebleed, because, A, that means that... So, like, time is all happening, like everything is like occurring simultaneously, like forever in a big loop or something. Uh Uh-huh. And that means that the universal war happened before all like throughout history simultaneously. So now like, now you can have a retro. So like, does that mean, you know, before, like if Kang hadn't done this, there would have been, you know, multiverses to hop around in say, you know, it's just like the flow of time has been, bent and twisted into a knot where you can't say, Oh, this happened. Basically you've like done what the Fox Fox has done with the X-Men and made it a million times worse with the MCU. If you're not careful. Apparently
1: Marvel and Kevin or Kevin Feige had like a meeting with a ton of like creators, whether it be James Gunn, Ryan Coogler and like Chloe Zhao and all those folks. Apparently he had a meeting with all of his creators making movies and making movies in the future that Mm -hmm. okay here's the rules (laughs) like basically they're like this is the rules and this is how we're going to do this because we've already came up with it we just haven't necessarily told everybody about it yet
0: (laughs) so because it makes me wonder is like are like branched realities like branching off simultaneously out throughout the entire course of time like does it mean time can go further than the end of time that it already is right now like uh because i guess we'll get into that for a second because like so can ex- can ex- or the one who remains explains everything, and then basically it becomes Sylvie just like, I think your ass is lying.
1: When he wasn't.
0: No, he was not.
1: It's like he, like, I'm. I'm not going to say he who remains is a good person, but you he know. was doing the best he possibly could, and the thing is, is that... He was. She was talking about how he's a murderer and all this stuff, and it was the funniest thing because this was probably one of my favorite Parts of the episode oh was when he yelled at Sylvie, and he was like, "Murderer, hypocrite," <laughs> and he then he, was, goes, and he, when he. He was just like, "Grow up, Sylvie!" Yeah. When he said, the thing is, is like my brother mentions this. Shout out to um, shout out to Joel if you're listening to the podcast. You better be. You need to support your brother, anyways. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but Joel um, mentioned this to me when we are talking about the episode. He says, Imagine somebody who is eons, eons old, telling you to grow up. That has some weight to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where he's like, He's like, Grow up. And he seems so mad at her in that moment, too. And then he was just like, Hey, because he's like, everything was kind of for the greater good. It was a very Tony Stark kind of a move. Because, like, if Tony Stark discovered um, the multiverse, and then it's it very played out the way that it probably would if there was a, an eternal amount of Tony Stark's and a lot of them were evil as well. You know what I mean? It very much played out that same exact way. Because that's probably how it would turn out, you know? Because Tony Stark, whether he's good or bad, I feel like he's going to do whatever he believes is the greater good you know what i mean and so i really got that vibe from kang slash he who
0: remains so you know yeah yeah like like jonathan majors is like i don't know if sassy is the right word but it's like he's just so funny like
1: no he's he's hilarious he was such a joy to see and he was talking about how he's like a classically trained clown Mm -hmm. and he's also just happens to be a classically trained actor as well so he was able to kind of just let all that out do his improv and just go off but what were you saying i was gonna
0: say because like after that conversation with sylvia's just like you know what i don't believe you and then kang was just like well you know i already knew what you were gonna do remember how like i keep vanishing in front of you with when you tried to stab me earlier uh, you know, explain that one, Sylvie. Um, but it was also kind of, no, for sure. <laughs> it was also kind of, um, cause is this the part where like he realizes like, oh shit, I don't know what's about to happen anymore.
1: No. Yeah. Cause there's a threshold and I think it's kind of cool because I think he has planned everything out to a certain moment to the point where it caused him a great deal of pain and it almost felt like it was relief that he didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Next. You know what I mean? Because he, like, took – he took something and he dropped it. And that's how he kind of saw it. And it was kind of – it was so cool because what they did was they moved the camera in. And then as he was making this revelation, it was moving back Mm -hmm. because that's how his perspective was kind of – how the perspective kind of was because it was just – I don't know. It's just so many things were done very well with this episode. And I'm just so excited to see what they do with that. But without dwelling too much on this moment basically what happens is it reaches a fever pitch. Sylvie's like, no, I'm going to kill him. And then Loki's like, please don't. So Loki and Sylvie start fighting. Mm-hmm. Loki and Sylvie start fighting. All that stuff happens. And then like timelines are already beginning to mm-hmm. branch, mind right. you. So they have to make a decision. And then Sylvie's about to kill, um, he who remains, and then Loki goes in front of him, and then's like, "Please don't do this." And then Loki and Sylvie, (laughs) Loki and Sylvie kiss, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then uh, let's, uh, gosh. Well, because like, then we can talk. We can talk about the kiss real quick. What do you think? Well, I was
0: gonna say even (laughs) before the kiss, it got like super tense. Or Sylvie was just like, "Oh, I knew you can't be trusted. You're you're just trying to betray me so you can become in charge." And he's just like. No, I actually don't want to do that. I actually think that maybe, maybe something bad is gonna happen if we kill him, like
1: Exa- exactly. Because the thing is, he wasn't even like the thing about that pisses me off about Sylvie during this episode. And the thing is, I understand it's dramatic irony, mm-hmm. and I understand it's supposed to piss us off. But the thing is, is like the the only deal with with like um Sylvie that pissed me off was that it really was like Loki didn't even say let's not hold him accountable for his actions. It's not like he trusted him. He said, maybe let's just, wait. Yeah, let's just second. think about it for let's a minute. Let's just talk. Ha- let's just think about it for a second. And Sylvie's like, no, I've been on this revenge. I've been on this war path and I'm damn it. I'm going to like hold to it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so that's kind of how that was going, but we're um, the tension and everything. Oh yeah. Like, the tension
0: was so good because like Loki looked like legitimately hurt that like she damn. didn't trust him. And also the Mm -hmm. fact that, like, I don't know, I guess I thought Sylvie would have been, like, you know, with Loki enough to be, like, okay, I trust you, but, like, maybe still make the decision, but, like, wait on it. Because, and then, like, you know, when, like, Loki's speaking genuinely from the heart, then they kiss, and then Kang, or I guess the one who remains, has that look on his face, so just, like. He's like, ooh.
1: Ooh. It's like, like, Loki just full on starts kissing mm-hmm.
0: himself and i think um i guess we shouldn't let this and for all the people oh. yeah, I was no what were you saying i don't think we should let this go unmentioned but i think like maybe the weaker part of this episode like there is a b plot with um with mobius and renslayer
1: <laughs> you understand okay that's the funny thing is because i was gonna mention this after we're done talking okay. about it and i go oh and mobius did yeah, something. yeah
0: mobius was up to something
1: <laughs> But uh, no. Basically, there's a B plot where Mobius was gonna burn the TVA down, according to the last episode. But he more, I think he forgot his lighter.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, <laughs> well, I think he was going to confront Rinslayer, But yeah. apparently, she's just at like the whole lockdown on anyone who's a variant or something. No, pretty much, I guess. Like she was promoted to the highest level of uh, TVA martial arts. Yeah, pretty
1: much like high clearance. Yeah
0: like I can kick anyone else's ass cuz I'm in charge or something. No, but like
1: I think that it would be very inter- like let's like put a pin on the whole um Renslayer thing. And Let's just talk about Renslayer at the okay. end. Or, or not necessarily like at the end, but like let's talk about um um Renslayer when we talk about um theory okay. time for like what's going to happen next in season 2 of Loki.
0: Sounds good to me. But but basically
1: um, as far as all that stuff goes um, so what happens is they Loki and Sylvie have the kiss and all that kind of stuff and then Sylvie pulls some Loki <clears> shit <throat> and tricks him. I think their kiss was genuine to be fair but um, she pulls a trick, takes the pad, and throws Loki into the timeline it was, and back into the TV. It was
0: game. kind of like the kiss at the end of The Empire Strikes Back where it's like All right, here's a kiss. See you later, bitch. And boom. (laughs) That's funny.
1: You're not wrong. And that's the thing about it, too. It's like, I don't know. Because the thing is, it's like people are like, it's weird. It's incest. I'm like, it's not really incest. It's literally not possible. Like it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. The thing is, it is impossible for you to kiss a alternate version of yourself. From a different purged timeline. But the time police And to be fair, gene- say, OK, here's the thing is um, these Lokis are different. But you understand the fact that if they're from different universes, they're different on a molecular molecular level, a molecular I can't pronounce it's words, fine um, level. Like that's the thing. Like, and I'm not trying to like justify it, even though I don't necessarily think that there's any issue in justifying it. Like, I really, really could give two shits. <laughs>
0: like, who
1: cares um, about it? Like, it really, like, like, who the fuck cares? It's a comic book. It's a comic book show. It's funny. If anybody should care about anybody, anything, they should care about the fact that they had Loki come out as gender fluid and bisexual, and then they literally didn't do anything with it. That's what people should probably care about if they're gonna complain about shit. But. <laughs>
0: It's anyway. like Joe Russo being gay uh, for like a scene in the Avengers uh, Endgame. That's so funny.
1: It, that, that scene sure, man, that sure, that scene sure made a lot of people mad though. They're like, why do you have to put that in there? Disney, Disney, I'm going to be like Cartman here. Disney, Disney, sticking it down my throat. Yeah, screw you guys. Which is
0: funny because people <laughs> who are like want representation was just like, you know what? That seems like kind of a bit of a cop out, guys.
1: Exactly, but it's like you know, you, there's no way of really pleasing. There's no way of really pleasing everybody. No. But regardless,
0: <laughs> moving <laughs> on.
1: But um, but move moving on. So they do that, and then um, Sylvie goes in, and you know, she does her thing. She goes ahead and full on stabs, um, stabs our boy, he who remains and he who remains basically goes okay he's like well see me later he's like see you later he's like basically says he's like my see work you is done here and what was your kind of yeah, And like what was your kind of response to like kind of what um sylvie did chance
0: well my thought was um basically like what have you done like uh it was
1: star lord's level of yeah stupid. like
0: or or the uh, uh what movie was it where it's just like what did you do i can't remember um i can't remember what a movie it was oh i guess it's kind of similar to how like in uh, ghostbusters where like you're supposed to choose uh how you die and then one's like yeah. we didn't choose anything <laughs> and then dan Aykroyd chose sure. to stay puff marshmallow <laughs> just like what have you done sylvie like like uh Basically that, where I was just like, okay, you seem to jump into this. I think she was just kind of on the on a tear of like, I want to punish who did this to me, regardless of consequence, because I feel that is owed to me. So I get it, but at the same time, I was just like, maybe we should have called time out on this. Maybe you should have let him told you how to like uh, run the place before you stabbed him. Uh, <laughs>
1: and like i don't know to play
0: devil's advocate here
1: um it's just like one of those deals like what if like the thing is to be fair towards sylvie she didn't know this guy has been lying mm-hmm. and this guy has been being big brother for the timeline for god knows assuming how assuming you know i'm I mean? like you
0: know eternity
1: exactly so it's like one of those deals where it's like Yeah, like, of course, she's not necessarily going to trust him. So, I'm not going to say trust him, but the thing is, is still consider what he's saying. she's
0: like, you have no idea where you stand with him, honestly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, is like, sure, he really sucks, but at the same time, like, I don't
0: know. Like, what reason does he have to tell the truth? But at the same time, what reason does he have to lie?
1: Exactly. And the thing is, is he even told, he even said it like this He said, I'm going to end up here, anyways. Like, either way, he's like, it's a win-win. He's like, if you take over the TVA, I'm going to get what you want, And if you kill me, I'm just going to end up in this same place later. Like, reincarnation. It would technically be a variant of Mm -hmm. him, but it would be... But the thing is, if you stand to theorize, since the multiverse will open up again, a version of him will pop up in some Mm -hmm. way, shape, or form eventually.
0: You know what I mean? So, basically, Sylvie kills him, and now... Realities are now branched, and so oh, like full on branched. So it makes me think. Well, I guess another. Okay, maybe this. 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 The one who remains isn't a goody two shoes, but another a goody two shoes compared to Kang the Conqueror, could come up again and fix everything as it was before this happened.
1: And think about like Iron Lad. Even though my only thing is is I don't know if they'd want to do an Iron Lad because it would um, probably. I don't know. Make um, I don't know if if it would just like make the Ironheart thing seem a little bit weird if they had an Ironheart and Iron Lad. Well, because Iron Lad is a young Nathaniel Richards. Right.
0: Well, they do love. Co- they do. They really love capitalizing on Iron Man, though.
1: That is very true. They because since Tony Stark isn't around, they really need to double. Well, down if like, on like
0: that they edge. want a demo- like if they want the young boys like. Hey, you know, kids, you know, six to 12 or boys, six to 12. Hey, here's iron lad and girls, six to 12. Hey, here's Riri Williams. She's hella smart and has an Iron Man suit and an AI of Tony Stark. No, for sure. And that's the thing is that's gosh, are they,
1: are they going to have the AI of Tony Stark? I don't think they um, will. Um, that would be funny if they did, because they would use like the voice for the, like, what <laughs> if, cause it's not him Doing that voice, I could see them doing that. I could genuinely see them do that, but at that the shit. same time, and oh, it, sorry, go ahead. But no, I'm just saying that they would probably do that like really shitty CGI thing they did for like Leia <laughs> and um, uh, Rise of Skywalker or not Rise of Skywalker,
0: was it Rise of yeah, it was well, they Rise did Rise Skywalker. of Skywalker for like
1: and, and like Rogue what? One. They
0: did they did Leia God. and uh, Leia and her ship, and then Leia with the lightsaber fighting Luke. With... Did you see that they um,
1: casted a young Leia for the Obi Wan series? I did see that, and I'm like, and I took gonna... this, and it stands true. I'm like, hey, if you bully this girl, Star Wars fans, you don't understand the amount of hellfire is gonna go on you. I will, goodness me, please, like, for the love of God, do not bully this Time child. Is a flat circle. It is not her fault that her parents made the ill-informed decision to let them be in a Star Wars property. What's
0: <laughs> the worst that could happen?
1: <laughs> Honestly, dude, if my kid was an actor and he was like, hey, Dad... I want to be a. I'm a child. He's a child actor getting stuff. Hey, dad, can I can I audition for Star Wars? I'd be like, hell, no, you are not auditioning.
0: You're for not going to be in a Star Wars movie till you're <laughs> at least forty. Then you might have the maturity exactly to get <laughs> with what's coming to you. Bullied
1: online, goodness. Anyways, uh, continue on, Jans. What are some um, additional thoughts you have? So here? yeah,
0: basically, so you have the multiverse being birth. I assume once a, once again from. Mm -hmm. from where it was Mm -hmm. when the one who remains first doctored it up um i guess kind of like the end stinger to this episode is loki gets thrown back to what we assume is the tva yeah but it's not it's definitely not that people say people are that thanks i
1: agree with you people are saying it's the tva but it really... Because it is, can't be... Like it's definitely something It can't different.
0: be the TVA as they know it, because that TVA exactly. w- existed outside of a timeline. Uh, yes. Like, because if it is the same TVA, little... you know, doctored by mm-hmm. time, then they've just kind of created a little continuity error for themselves, but I'm sure they could write their way around They
1: definitely... Yeah, they, they, yeah, they did. But, yeah, it can continue I was going to
0: say, because so like it's like, what, B-15 is the TVA agent, mm-hmm. and then you have, like, Mobius like watching it from what we assume is the regular TVA. And then Loki comes back to, up to Mobius. He's like, oh, oh, God, Sylvie, Sylvie murked that dude, bro. Like, we got to do something. <sighs> um, and then Mobius is just like, oh, yeah, you're an analyst. Who the hell are you? You know, so now Loki's lost his best buddy uh, for in the whole world.
1: Which makes his hug in the last episode just so much, like, sadder. It's, yeah. Because it was a definitely a goodbye hug. If they pull this BS that, like, I really hope it's branching timelines where there's a, you know, a TVA that exists in the way that it existed before, mm-hmm. and then the rest of that stuff, I really hope they do that because it would be so sad if the Mobius we had throughout the
0: entire season of Loki
1: just... Compl- just is deleted gone. from
0: existence. Gone, reduced to atoms. Um... I was, and then kind of they pan up to an like Loki is looking frazzled as hell. By the way, well, dude, he's heartbroken. Loki is heartbroken. Like Loki, what he needed in
1: this moment was he needed a companion. He needed a mm-hmm. friend, and he goes and he goes to Mobius because he needs somebody, and he also needs to tell them about what's ha- what has happened, and then. He sees Mobius and he thinks he's gonna find that, and then he's like, "Who are you?" And you're like, "Oh, it's a huge like uh, Planet of the mm-hmm. Apes kind of moment yep. where it's like, "Who who are you?"
0: And it's so sad, very, yeah, because very then Loki looks up and then you see this very, very Kang the Conqueror looking statue mm-hmm. in the middle of, I guess, um, would you call that a lobby? <laughs>
1: what if they're in chronopolis that would be interesting
0: they could be in chronopolis like well because there's a lot of theories saying like the TVA is inside of the quantum realm
1: yeah
0: which you know wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a very like
1: that wouldn't be a bad no it wouldn't be hard to swallow because well they just say time moves
0: differently in so many different contexts now it's just like exactly that that is very true they do I made a pim particle I don't uh, got to explain shit
1: to you and that's where I think that the whole Renslayer of it all. Because I think Renslayer was given kind of a shit arc yes. in this um, series through as a whole. But I think that Renslayer's stuff is very interesting now. So just to recap you on Renslayer, basically Hunter B20, I think. B20, right? Because I think we switched from B15 to B20. It's one of those two. But anyways, because I know one of them is the one that got a-merked, uh, and the other one's the one... That um is the really badass black lady who was giving Loki a lot of trouble at the beginning of the series. <laughs> but um, anyways, basically... Uh, she is um, 15. What happens is... Yeah, okay. 15. So 15 goes and... Beat 15. She goes and she reveals to the fact that, like, Renslayer is a variant. They go to her um, school and she um, is basically... Basically, Renslayer... Her, what she is as like when she's actually you know on the planet, the real planet Mm -hmm. Earth, she's a principal in a school, and so they show the other TVA agents Mm -hmm. this, and that's kind of what proves, yeah, they're variants. We're all variants. Let's, you know, rebel, do whatever. And then you know, as this is happening, Renslayer and um, Mobius have a you know kind of an exchanging of words. Mobius tries to fight her. And then uh, Renslayer Renslayer puts him on uh, like basically knocks him on his mm-hmm. ass. And I know I'm like doing all this stuff out of order, but um, something interesting that happens is Miss Minutes gives um, Renslayer some files, mm-hmm. and it's not the files that um, Renslayer asked for, but she said that he thinks these are going to be more important. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, after that. Um, when Renslayer and Mobius is gonna do all that stuff, he's she's like he's like, what about free will? And she's like, the only one who's free is the one who's in charge. And then um, she's like, um, then he's like, okay, well, where are you going? When after he like she whoops her butt, his butt, mm-hmm. he's just like, well, I'm gonna go for free will. And, and then she goes through a portal, and you never see her after that. So I think they're setting her up for a really cool thing in season two. I think she's going to be going to a Kang variant. Um, but here's my deal, though. Like, is she going to a Kang variant that's going to be more like He Who Remains? Or is she going to go for a very Kang, Kang variant? You right. know what I mean? So I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Because what fi- the thing is, whatever files he sent wouldn't it be files that would help her in any way, shape, or, or help a... Or at least, I don't think... It has to be a better Kang or a something better or different. Like I don't know. Like I'm confused. But what? what, what I don't you know. Thinking? Maybe
0: it's files on the multiversal war that happened last time.
1: Oh, that is true. That would be like to see if she could more or less create an, another a more, like basically in the comics the character who um, Jonathan Majors is playing is pretty much um, a Mortis. Mm-hmm so maybe trying to find the next Amortis or whatever is probably what she's doing is that what you're thinking?
0: um, maybe just almost like a a guidebook to navigating a multiversal war and maybe how to find the person who can like bring it to an end um, through whatever means necessary maybe it's just like a step by step guide on how he did it and how someone after him can do it as sort of a backup plan
1: no, for sure, because she and King are supposed to be like their love interests in the comic. So maybe, maybe, maybe some, you know, spiciness is gonna happen in regards to this too. Like, maybe she's gonna get like a love thing Just going the on. Maybe two she's gonna us. be like, ooh, can't you know what Ka- Kang rhymes with? Bang. <clears throat> <laughs> so, oh my god. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, like, I'm very interested to see kind of what happens with her character, especially after she had, like, Gugu and Batu-Ra. Uh, she um, had a really, really good, interesting, like, she's a really good, interesting character. They just really didn't, like, bring her to any cool, interesting places this season. She was kind of just like the hard ass, which is, you know, it's fine. But at the same time, I just kind of wanted it to be, you know,
0: better. Kang, come to the principal's office.
1: Stat. we need to talk about the big big test
0: immediately
1: <laughs> make sure to bring a pizza <laughs> and make sure that it's extra sausage anyway we're just bring we're just mixing up uh porn uh <laughs> uh genres at make this sure point. you bring them a, the supplies <laughs> to clean the
0: swimming pool oh god <laughs> i'm sorry uh so god Basically, that's kind of the end of it, and then you get a little, like, you get the, so basically that, it's not a post credit scene, but it's, like, basically you roll through, like, the TVA credits that all the episodes prior have had, and then there's this big, like, big old-timey stamp that says, Loki will return in season two. Yes, which I'm so excited
1: for, because I don't know if it's gonna be a secret for you guys after hearing me talk about it, but... Uh-huh. This was definitely my favorite Disney Plus Marvel show. Like, it was really good. Like, it was very good, and I'm... If anyone would des- was deserving of a season two, um, it's definitely Loki. Yeah. It's a bummer that Kate Heron isn't going... She only signed on for season right. one, so she's only... So, she's not gonna return for directing. I really hope, like, even though Michael Waldron is gonna be so busy, I really hope they get him to pen the script for season two still, because... It- he was a really good showrunner, and like at least I would at least hope that they have him on at least consulting and producing stuff, but actually producing, not just being a producer in name. Well, it
0: makes know? me hope that like she's like doing something else for Marvel, and that's why she can't do season two.
1: But the thing is, she even said she's not doing something for Marvel. That's
0: just what they want you to think, Corey.
1: I don't know. Okay, the thing is, the odds are, to be fair, yeah, you're you're not wrong when you're saying that. She could possibly be doing something else. I just think that she's a fantastic director because she also directs um, episodes for one of my favorite Netflix shows, um, Sex Education, which is such a good show if you haven't checked it out. It's really good. Um, But, yeah, I just really want her to be doing more because I just think she's fantastic I think she has really great sensibilities as a director I think she and Michael obviously work well Well, together because of how on point the writing is on the show and how great the direction is like gosh that last episode goodness the direction was so damn good and I just loved it so much and the feel for the TVA because the thing is she was like pitching like she was talking about this and she was like pitching the look of the TVA to Marvel and they're like oh wow this, this is cool this is really cool and she's like everything's futuristic and it's funny because she said that like they didn't understand that everything was futuristic yet everybody still had to turn knobs to do <laughs> things
0: <laughs> yeah there's something about like analog switches and dials that are just kind of cool you know
1: no they, they, they really are like I, I definitely get that but um with that with that said really love the episode of loki i'm so excited to see what happens in season two um but yeah um that's all i really had to say anything any closing thoughts on loki Um,
0: the funny thing is is people are just like oh yeah wandavision's gonna be a nice little lead in to dr strange in the multiverse of madness uh (laughs) excuse me that's
1: (laughs) It's definitely like to be fair. Yes, it kind of was, but Loki definitely. Loki himself. is just like but the thing is.
0: Yeah, if that was a T, in this is like hold my. Beer. This is like running a bulldozer <laughs> through like a playground. Just like here we are. We're leading into the multiverse of madness by literally exactly. making a multiverse of madness. Like, I can just see Doctor Strange just like rubbing his temples. Like, God damn it. I'm like. Like uh, this is gonna be bonkers, and I think Tom Hiddleston was confirmed for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness by the Hollywood Reporter. I want to say a couple days ago. Yeah, oh, like I could have sworn I
1: oh, did. You say did you say um, Loki or Tom Hiddleston or Tom Hiddleston or Tom Holland? Tom Hiddleston. Oh, I thought you said Tom Holland. No, Tom Hiddleston. And not I was Tom. Like, my bad.
0: My bad. My bad. Oh, okay.
1: No, you're fine. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if just it was it either. No, for sure.
0: um Yeah, so this is an incredible lead-in to something that's coming up next year. I can't wait for uh Doctor Strange I'm in the multi. God, say mm-hmm. I hope Sam Raimi knocks it out of the park because this is gonna be
1: no, insane. dude. And the thing is, I'm really excited for um uh, Sam, uh for Raimi to be a part of it because, gosh, she's just such a talented
0: filmmaker. Um, but yeah, so well, I guess pivoting from MCU to the MCU. <laughs> Black Widow, finally. Yeah,
1: Black Widow finally came out. So, chance, I'm really hoping that we disagree okay. on this. I'm just really hoping that, like, so if I say something, just disagree okay. with it. Not just kidding. We can we can agree on Black Widow if that's if that's how All it's right. gonna go. But, um, chance. Yep. Okay, so here's my initial thoughts go on. on Black Widow. <sighs> Black Widow was okay. It was okay. I, I liked it. It was fine. Um, it um, was one of those things where it definitely, like, like I really liked the beginning of the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I really did. I really enjoyed it. And I really, like, as I was watching the movie, I thought it was a fun movie to watch. My only thing about it is, first off, why didn't this movie come out in, like, 2017? Um, 17? Yeah, like, why didn't it come out directly after um, Civil War? Because that would have been an interesting thing to come out in between Civil War. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right afterwards. Because it leads right out of it. That would be a very clean thing. And, like, it's just, like, after um, certain things that happen in the timeline, it just doesn't have as much weight because it happened. like Right. That, you know what I mean? And so, like, that's that's a part of the reason why it's a little rough and like the reason why it's really frustrating for me for black widow and like, I guess we're just going to go into full spoilers and everything like this anyways. So if you haven't seen black widow, please uh, go ahead and just, you know, man, but I don't know. It's like, it's one of those things where continuity wise, it is not the most ideal movie. It's good that it exists. I like that it exists, but at the same time, like, I love the characters so much in this movie, but God damn it, what they're doing is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What they do throughout the entire movie is just so dumb, and I understand it's a comic book movie, but they're all like, this is going to be a spy thriller. It's going to be really cool, but at the end of it, it's too Marvel to be a spy thriller in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Those are my initial thoughts. What are your thoughts, Chance? Corey,
0: I'm afraid I don't disagree with you that much. Like it's a, it's okay. Like, You're
1: fine. <laughs> I was just, I was just joking because I know we always joke about how right. we agree too like, much to be podcast hosts. Like,
0: <laughs> let me, let me break it down this way. Like, there's not a whole hell of a lot to say about this movie. Like, there really isn't. There, there isn't a
1: whole whole lot to like, say
0: about it. It is redundant. I'll say that it's redundant. Like. You know what happens to Natasha. Like, that's it. That's that. You can't get around that. Um,
1: Exactly. You can't get around it because they really just wrote them into a damn corner there,
0: you know? And like, I really wish she would have had this much enthusiasm for the character when she was still alive. Yeah, exactly.
1: And just sure. Like we have the Ike Perlmutter of it Mm -hmm. all. Who's like women can't lead. Right. um, Comic book films. Black people and anyone of color can't. lead comic book films and sure we had the Ike Perlmutter of it all and that really messed mm-hmm. things up for getting those movies in development but at the same time like okay let's see when did Ike Perlmutter get taken away like when did they have that whole hostage takeover where like, di- where, like Kevin Feige went behind Ike's I back say and was like he hey. was
0: ousted sometime after Civil War
1: and you see that's and I think that's a part of the reason why you know right like, I think that's a part of the reason why it, uh,
0: it is ended up like that, but it's like, eh, like, I don't know. Like, so Black Widow, I guess, to summarize my thoughts, it's, I really love her sister. Is it, it's Yelena? No. What's her sister's name? Um, uh, it's okay. Yelena. Isn't it Yelena? Blova. Yeah, I think it's Yelena. I love her sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's great. She's she's she's, she's like gem. probably the best one of the best parts mm-hmm. of the movie. Oh, exactly. Um, like I like their sister bond. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I loved those moments
1: because they were acted very well. Like the actors are actually doing so well, and they're you know they're working well with the shitty script they yeah. got. They really are doing great with it, <laughs> but it's
0: just the plot sucked, and like it just I like, know, I like I like I like I love David Harbor as Red Guardian mm-hmm. as Alexi. Mm-hmm. um so much i've been waiting so long to see him like dude he's so
1: great i wish <laughs> i
0: honestly wish you'd gotten a little more to do um yeah same here i'll say i like the family dynamic a bit i liked i really liked that uh nirvana cover that they had at the beginning of the movie i thought that was cool too um i'll say this this might be the shittiest villain marvel's put out yet
1: Oh god, we haven't even
0: talked about it. Holy shit!
1: How awful!
0: Like we,
1: how absolutely, and we're not even talking
0: about Taskmaster. Is the funny thing,
1: Good, That's the give it a bit, but that's funny because the thing is, Taskmaster really just makes it worse. In my opinion, they just like add the like. He's literally, he's not even in the movie. He's like, he like shows up every now and then. The first time he shows up, you don't even think he's really going to be the villain. Mm -hmm. And you want to know the funny thing about it is that the villain is Dracoff. And it was funny because, you know, oh yeah, guys, remember that one thing that was mentioned by Loki in the Avengers movie? off Yeah, he's actually a very important character. Mm-hmm. And he influences so much in the world because of all of his black widows around the he's planet. He's got the red room. Wow! Yeah, it's like, it's just like, uh, it was just extremely silly. And he's to just me. as big of a bat like, as Hydra was. And I'm like, I don't believe you.
0: Exactly. Like, like
1: That's basically what it was. And it's just like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, anyways, getting like, I know, we're, like, we're leading off negative, so I definitely want to talk about our positive, like, our more positive stuff and kind of delve into the positive. Because, you know, like, the thing is, is, like, as much as I like, as much as, look, as much as I'm okay with talking about why I don't like some movies, I really like talking about how much I like movies a lot mm-hmm. more because that's a lot more exciting right. to me. I don't know, anyways. But, um, it's like, uh, It was just like, it was very, like, I really didn't enjoy how ill-conceived the villain was. I didn't like the, um, daughter twist as Mm -hmm. well of it all because Taskmaster is Tony Masters. I'm sorry. They could gender bend Tony Masters and make, um, Tony, they could make, um, Taskmaster a woman. I don't care. That's not my issue with it. The, my issue with it is that they really just biffed it and they really just made it just extremely ill-conceived and didn't had nothing really leading up to it. There was no hints in between. There was no like they didn't have that big like gut-punching effect because what they were looking for was the big effect of, oh, look at the Winter Soldier hunting down Captain America and all of these different things are happening as he's hunting down Captain America. Mm -hmm. Who is this guy? It's so mysterious. And then you have the iconic moment of the mask ripping off and then Mm -hmm. And then Steve Rogers horror to find out who it is. You didn't have that moment. It just was anticlimactic and fucking. Like, dumb. <laughs> That's what it was.
0: <laughs> like, I won't even mention the way the costume looks. We'll just forget about that. Yeah.
1: And plus the costume looks different between the people wearing it because the guy, because there's, they really wanted you to think that Taskmaster was a guy because they had a guy mm-hmm. in it before, but then it changes when they have, um, the woman Taskmaster mm-hmm. in there and it just is noticeably different. And I just think that's messy continuity.
0: Like I was really hoping that Red Guardian would have like, gotten like a decent amount of blows onto Taskmaster, but like,
1: he really cause like it.
0: what I liked was like, cause Alexi is just trying to like relived the glory days that yeah. and a lot of which he didn't get to because he was thrown in jail uh after like the mm-hmm. first uh sequence of the movie i was gonna say because like alexi like he's like you know trying to relive the glory days and i thought okay they'll give him some things where he can do something that's kind of cool and they don't give him anything that's kind of cool you know what i mean no they really don't
1: you they, know they don't and like i don't know but well, we can get into some of more of the nitty gritty stuff, but I do want to talk about what I like about this movie. Um, okay, and I already alluded to it, but like I like, um, I like the characters a lot. I love their, I love what they're doing with the family dynamic and everything like that. And I liked the bones of family? the movie basically. The fam, uh, Vin Diesel's <laughs> like, you say family. <laughs> I think family might be a safe <laughs> word, which is kind of problematic, Dom.
0: <laughs>
1: Anyways, this is funny because there's that um, there is this TikTok I saw and it was like Sons. Um, it was um, uh, why well, was Jamie? It was Jamie and uh, uh, it was Jamie Lannister. And um, why can't I think of his sister's name from Game of Thrones? I'm dumb. Daenerys, but it was them together. Yeah. No, but it was them together in the intimate sense. And then Dom shows up. He's like, family doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. It was so funny. But um, Cersei, Cersei, it's Cersei Lannister. Anyways. Oh, yes. yes, yes. But, um, yeah, it was that's just. Stupid. Anyway. <laughs> but that's it, it was just like I really I really liked a lot of that in the characters the aspect in the movie. The more that I think of myself. I'm like, "Oh, let me talk about what I like about this movie." This is that's really the only thing I really like about it. Rachel Vice's yeah, like, character could have used a lot more work in my opinion. She's Rachel, Rachel suffocating is great. pigs. That's that's true. That's true. That was very off-putting and I love how she named him Alexi, which just made me laugh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh Chance, really what do the- you have to say?
0: I say the characters are the crutch of this movie because I like. They are. Yeah, they I are. like Natasha. I liked Alexi. I. What was their mom's name again? I can't remember. They're, well, their quote unquote mom. Melina. Uh, Melina. Melina. I like Melina. Um, I even liked uh, Black Widow's, like her guy who gets her stuff. That guy was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he was
1: like every other guy in the MCU. He wanted to bang Black Widow. He just didn't want to talk about it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, but He's he was very, like, he was oh, very yeah. polite and
0: respectful. He's very polite and respectful, but
1: he he was respectfully looking. I can tell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, he was looking, respectfully. Yeah, because like, what a class act! Like, like, I guess this is very typical MCU. Like, when its strength is its characters, uh, you know, because like, like that's what I'll say. The character, the main, like, the two, I guess the four. Like when they all come together, they were strong. Like they, they're the tent pole, the center tent pole of this movie. Like No, they are. They um like I don't know, like it's I guess that's kind of my same problem that you that you have, Corey. It's like that's all I really have to say, like positive, is just like I like Lexi, I like Natasha, I like Yelena. It's just like I love that running joke where like she's making fun of her for her poses, you know, like you mm-hmm. poser. uh oh, for sure. You know, like I, there's just some things that I point at that I even noticed in the theater. I'm just like, okay, hold on, like, like,
1: and I don't know. It's like I got the, the chance, or I got the chance a lot to watch the movie twice, and I like, liked it worse the second time. You know, I was just like, eh. very forgettable.
0: Like, like there's a scene where they're being chased by other Black Widows. Mm-hmm. Oh, here I guess one more thing before I go to that. Um. I thought we were going to learn a lot more about Budapest and we did. I was just yeah, like, exactly. "No, tell me it's more al- about that,
1: damn it." It's almost like they're setting up for another prequel that I
0: don't want. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawkeye prequel. Gosh. Um no, but um basically they're being chased by other black widows through Budapest. Yeah. And Budapest. um <laughs> Budapest, sorry. Um No, it's, it's and, Budapest. Uh, uh like Natasha falls in a way, I'm like, she should be dead now. Okay, Natasha
1: almost dies so many times in this movie, or should die. And so like,
0: she walks away from so many non-survivable like, explosions. The freaking
1: RPG to her car that should have exploded oh her car, God. first of all, and also should have, like, and the thing is, you know me. You know me. I'm a big proponent of, this is a comic book movie. You shouldn't mm-hmm. care about this stuff, but here's the deal is they made a big deal about it being a spy movie and not a comic book movie, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why I'm a little bit like, come on, guys. <laughs> come on.
0: Like, I'm not mad when the Cold War cyborg can walk away from a car exploding. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, well, like... <laughs> So after I just to me wish and my movies would stop doing movies.
1: this. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant right now, but I'm just uh, so go ahead, go tired ahead. of it. I am so tired of movies doing this. When there was a vicious car crash that should be sending our heroes right out of the da- uh, out of uh, uh, right through the dashboard and everything there for you, and they should just be or through the windshield and everything, and they should just straight up be dead on arrival because they are not superpowers. Natasha... Or not a superhero. Natasha is not a superhuman. So she should be <laughs> super dead in those moments. So please... Like, you That doesn't... like. I don't understand why some screenwriters are like, hey, you know... You know, none of these these movies aren't going to be movies unless we have a very bad cockwash. And that cockwash... <laughs> I am sound like the baby Christopher Walken. Like, I, I, I don't really understand... <laughs> How- oh, Gaga! Where's, <laughs> Where's my bottle? Gaga! Where's <laughs> my bottle?
0: Ow! Ow! This little this little triangle won't fit in the square. <laughs> this little play thing—it's
1: like a baby uh, Christopher Walken trying to write a screenplay. We need a cockwash. <laughs> <laughs> but that's—but yeah, that's basically. My fish twice. Rescue heroes. Where where are my where are my doublos? crazy stupid anyways uh that's our obligatory um christopher walken uh uh uh, oh gosh but it's just like i don't know i just get so mad every time that happens in a movie and i'm like gosh, why did they have to do it this time (laughs) shit anyways
0: like so like i asked my brother like when we got done with the movie it's like wiley you're a stem major right and he's like yeah can you say you're falling through the air can you like fly faster and go directionally if you put your arms flush against your side and go careening into other people that're also falling through the air? And he's like, "I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> like the this the climax, like the, the, the falling through the air scene that you see from the trailers, it's kind of stupid. it is
1: just very 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 stupid and you know like quite frankly i'm like eh, you know so like i don't know like i'm i'm not a huge fan and it makes me very bummed out
0: that like
1: i don't know there's something to say like like, this is the one
0: we were waiting two years exactly
1: and it's frustrated that i am something that i'm very frustrated about is that i don't enjoy um like tearing a movie down I don't like enjoy that. tearing a movie down like that and mess much less I don't enjoy the fact that I dislike both female led entries into the MCU so far that really frustrates stress- or frustrates me a lot right. that's the reason why I'm just holding on to a hope that um Eternals is really damn good because it's going to be led by Gemma Chan and so like I'm really hoping that that's good because it's just like it's frustrating because it's like a lot of people dislike Black Widow and they dislike Um, Captain Marvel but they dislike them for the wrong reasons they dislike it because like the thing is um, I was watching a show and this guy does a lot of um, um, segments where he um, answers you know questions from his viewers I like and which by the way viewers and listeners definitely sending questions because I would love to answer that kind of stuff because it creates content and it creates a good dialogue anyways um, uh, and this guy was like one thing I hated about Black Widow is all the bad all the bad people were men. And I'm like, hey, doofus. You wanna know something funny about that? Watch any comic book movie. Have you ever noticed the amount of female villains? Sometimes there'll be some, but at the same time, sometimes in those male-led comic book films, all of the bad guys are also male so please if you have that energy towards Black Widow and you don't have that energy towards the Dark Knight (laughs) get like kindly and like you know and respectfully eat a stick of butter make a very unhealthy go outside (laughs) I could have said something worse anyways
0: (laughs) now uh you know it's funny because Gemma Chan was actually one of Jude Law's henchmen in Captain Marvel. That, that is funny.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that, that is funny. That's true.
0: No, but like, uh, you know, the more you know. But also the fact, hopefully, the fact that uh, Nia DaCosta is directing the Marvels. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll have better feelings on that hopefully, one. Hopefully, Yeah, I haven't had a chance. To, no, it's, what's up? I haven't. So I haven't had a chance to see Candyman yeah. yet, but I've heard a lot of good things I'm about jo- it. So hopefully, hopefully that Yeah, no, Hopefully, good. but um, and hopefully, it, well, Eternals is directed by you know the Chloe Zhao Academy, yeah, Academy Award-winning Chloe Zhao. So, you know, yeah, I have a supreme confidence yeah, in that too. one. I mean, I think the problem with that one is going to be people kind of um dubbing it as more of an ensemble cast than a female-led story. No, you know I what I feel, mean? Yeah. But I guess half the ensembles female so yeah, I guess that's true. you know. What do I know? But uh
1: any um, final thoughts on uh Black Widow before we get into our last topic?
0: I think it's funny that that whole movie was for like a very tiny thread so Elaine from Seinfeld can be your post-credit scene. Oh gosh.
1: <laughs> I love how she just like pops up like Batman too. I love how we didn't even talk about the post-credit scene. Like so talk about that real yeah, quick. Yeah, she's missed minutes all over <laughs> so again. So basically what happens in the post-credit scene? is um, Yelena is at um, a certain, you know, main character of this movie's grave. And um, and what happens is, like, they, um, they're there. And she's, you know, mourning and all that kind of jazz. So, you know, she's at the end of the timeline. And some time mm-hmm. has passed. And then Yelena shows up all Batman-like. And she's like, hey, mm-hmm. do you want to hunt down? And so it's, like, revealed... That Yelena is um working for Valentino or Valentina and mm-hmm. uh the lady who is at the end of um Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And
0: yeah, she was in episodes five and six, I yeah. believe.
1: And or whatever, the last yeah, And so basically what happens is that if Yelena is working for her and then she's all like, Hey, we got a job for you. And it's to hunt down the guy who's responsible for everything. And she shows him a picture of Clint Barton. And she's like, Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna kill Clint Barton. And that's where everything ends off. So yes, it's gonna be nice seeing Yelena in the MCU because she's gonna be our de facto black widow character. And I'm glad mm-hmm. and like I, I need need more of her because she's great. She's fantastic. And Florence Pugh, now that I'm seeing more of her on social media. Because of this movie, she seems like a joy. She does a ton of, like, cooking stuff. She's also, da- she's also, like, dating Zach Braff, which I think is very funny. But it's, like, one of those deals where it's just, like, really interesting that, like, you know, it's, like, it gives hope to, you know, those guys out there. You know, it's, like, Zach Braff can do it but hey, with Zach Braff, you know, like, is funny, Zach Braff okay? can do it all of us can I, he's funny but the thing is that's all he has going for him that's all I'm gonna
0: say <laughs> well does do- well have you seen scrubs I have Lord? seen scrubs I love scrubs okay does uh, does Donald Faison know that some girl's stealing his thunder to, uh breaking up Turk and they, JD to be Fair,
1: because the thing is they are best friends in real life which I love they are which is which is just so amazing to me but I um, think Donald Faison is also. I think he's in a relationship too.
0: Yeah, he I mean, is. Hopefully, I, they <laughs> I, I,
1: I, maybe they maybe they're just like a quadruple because they have to be at that point.
0: Yeah, like it's like I date an actress, you date an actress. I'm a guy who played a doctor on a TV. You're a guy who played a doctor on a TV.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's the way. That's the way it has to go. But
0: like, uh, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I, I wonder. So that means. Yelena is going Is she going to be the first one from a uh, Well I guess maybe not technically the first But like she's going to be like introduced in a movie And immediately be in a Disney Plus show
1: Oh yeah she is Because she is, is confirmed to be in Hawkeye
0: Because this is Assumably going down in Hawkeye Does that also mean John Walker is going to be in Hawkeye That would be interesting
1: Wow that was a weird that was a weird yawn talk But yeah that would be very interesting to see if um like, She was in there for you So yeah
0: like, are they sending this whole squad after... Um, yeah, for sure. After Clint? Because it makes me think, okay, what kind of team are they setting up? Are they setting up like a Earthbound, you know, non-powered super team? Or is this going to be like some sort of Thunderbolts thing? Because that's what... Me, me and Jake were talking about this a little yeah. bit in our like little group message. Mm-hmm. And he's just like... I'm just thinking either it's going to be like the, the non-powered heroes are going to be forming an Earthbound team or it's going to be like the beginnings of a Thunderbolts esque roster.
1: No, and I, uh, you know, and I think that's definitely going to kind of be where they're um, going uh, with it. So yeah.
0: Well, Ross is in this movie. That you is know? true. Like we don't. He doesn't do he, much. He doesn't he's in the do mo-
1: much. He is. He's there for um, uh, Black Widow to make fun of how he's had a triple bypass surgery a few times, and it's
0: like, haha, you have heart
1: problems. <laughs> what a loser. And you know that that old chestnut, but. You know, anyways, but yeah. But like, uh,
0: yeah, so do like, we want to pivot to the last? Yeah, thing?
1: Pivot to the last thing, Black like Widow. Meh, movie. Didn't really love it. Would still watch it again. Still thinks like if um, whenever like, because the thing is um, uh, uh, my girlfriend is still watching. We're still watching through the Marvel movies, and still. Well, the thing is, is that we we're on Infinity War. So we're gonna okay. watch Infinity War and
0: Endgame. All right. And are you gonna watch Ant Man? She between? has seen Ant Man. Ant Man has Wasp? seen it. Oh, so, so she, that yeah, plus Chris? Yeah, exactly.
1: That's that's true. But the thing is, it's it's okay. It's it's fine. She okay. already knew certain right. things, so it's okay. Um, but she's watching that, and then you know we're gonna see how things go from there. Because I really just want to be able to go with her to these movies when they're coming out. And I'm very right. glad that she's gracious enough to humor me and have her watch these movies. That she's not necessarily like she's interested in them, but she's not like interested in them. You know what I mean? But anyway,
0: like she's got what Captain Marvel left.
1: Um, she's seen Captain Endgame. Marvel. Oh, she saw Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. So in
0: that theaters. means. So that means it's just Endgame and Spider Man. Yeah, though.
1: it's Endgame and Spider Man and Infinity War. So nice. yeah, I'm like so I have a set of really good movies to watch with her because I really like all those movies. But yeah.
0: But yeah, there you go. But speaking of movies, movies
1: Corey, um, Chance and I's most anticipated movie of 2020,
0: <laughs> um, dude, for like 18 months running, our most anticipated
1: uh, movie, dude, has come out with some character posters, and there's not much to really say about them. You want to know why? Because they're just beautiful.
0: They're, <laughs> they're just
1: fantastic. Like, I I love them. They um like they're just a marvel to look at. You have one of Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides. We have Rebecca Ferguson looking so amazing as Lady Jessica. She just looks like the thing is before I even like because I'd tried to read Dune a few times. I I never knew that I was just picturing um, Rebecca Ferguson, but I was. It is exactly how she's supposed to look. It is crazy how Mm -hmm. like amazing that is. Zendaya is um, Chani and she's also dating Tom Holland which is funny anyways um, Oscar Isaac is Duke <laughs> Leto I don't know are they going to do like camera tricks for Duke Leto because he's supposed to be a I, little taller
0: I don't know that's a good question um, I mean I'm sure they could just retcon it because it's not like super important because like uh, uh, Chani's dad is the doctor Liette Kynes? Yeah, Kynes, mm-hmm. Kynes. But they casted that as a woman in this mm-hmm. movie, so I guess it'll be Chani's mom.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so,
0: or something. So I mean, I'm sure they're taking you know, a few creative liberties with this, but like, and
1: that's honestly fine. If they they should take creative liberties, because quite frankly, the beginning of Dune is a very boring time. <laughs> yes so i I I really should (laughs) because as much as i love dune and i'm really enjoying it um i have to switch from reading it to doing the audiobook a lot
0: (laughs) yeah yeah. i understand that like it picks up towards the back Uh half um i'll say like uh like you can see with chani because like they're um And you can see with Stilgar too, like the Freemen, they're like the the people of Arrakis, Dune, like the planet. It's either called Dune or Arrakis. Yeah. But if you haven't read the book, but um, their eyes are supposed to be really blue, Mm -hmm. and they're blue as hell in these photos. Like, good lord.
1: Honestly, I kind of like that though. I I I got yeah, it's cool.
0: cool. Like uh, Javier Bardem is Stilgar. Mm -hmm. Um, I laugh because. (laughs) I can't not think of him in like the fifth parts of the Caribbean movie, and how dumb it was. It's funny because as, um, as
1: bad as it was, he was pretty good in it. He he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Like, there's a there's a
0: sparrow. There's a sparrow.
1: <laughs> Gosh, it was funny.
0: Um, you see, you see uh, Jason Momoa as Duncan Idaho. Um, it's weird. I figured they'd keep more of his beard for Duncan Idaho, but i like i dig the look um, oh i agree and still Skarsgård as the bear it looks like, so good he looks as disgusting as the book t- says it is. And,
1: and, and i and i love that and the thing is he's gonna be so interesting and like i love these character posters there's a little bit of new footage we saw because um IMAX is. Are they dropping an IMAX? Yeah, they're dropping IMAX. So I don't know, like, how I'm gonna watch this footage. I'm gonna try and figure it out because I'm just gonna ask around some of, because I have some friends around town who just love movies, and I'm gonna be like, okay, where to? Where should I watch to get this footage?
0: Well, that was a funny thing too, because like at the beginning of, um, the beginning of the the latest Fast and Furious, there's like five minutes of the new Jurassic World movie, and I'm just like, you're not gonna make me go see because i don't know fast and furious just hasn't been my thing for a while i'm just like you're not gonna you're not gonna trick me into doing <laughs> it you're not gonna it's do like, it you're not, you're i really like, want oh, to but you're not gonna it's make like, yeah i
1: might as well and, stay but you know this this Dune stuff is just more good stuff good news about so, dune it looks so also great. i am gonna say this
0: free dune by
1: free dune i mean please just make it go in theaters
0: but anyways Dude, everyone's memeing the new Space Jam movie because it's free on Max. Yeah, dude,
1: I haven't watched it yet. I should watch it just to see.
0: I should watch it. We should. We should review review
1: it it next week. That'd be funny. Like just to see how um how much. See if we actually like any aspects of Space Jam. Um,
0: I've heard it is should Give you a migraine.
1: That's well, honestly, that's my kind of deal. Maybe um I don't know. Maybe if you have time, do you want to like actually hang out and watch it? Yeah, yeah I do. Like, that. what's like? I don't know. I I, I don't know what, what what are you doing Friday?
0: Uh, Friday, I ain't doing a damn thing on Friday.
1: Uh, okay, let's. Uh, I love how we're just making a <laughs> podcast. Let's 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 go ahead and let's um, wrap it up. Let's pen ourselves in. Let's pen ourselves in for uh Friday, um, and do that. And we can we can definitely do that and nice. have a good old time and watch some um, Space Jam. Let's do that. It's I'm, a I'm excited. But anyways, it's a Space Jam. Sorry. <laughs> but hey, you know. Uh, with that, with that down and out, the podcast is running a little long. Just um, a hair. Thank you all for li- thank you for listening to the podcast. We love you all. And chance have any final words before you know we're gonna go ahead and close this down.
0: Uh, wear your mask. Get vaccinated. The Delta variants, no joke, people. <laughs> for sure,
1: it's like yeah, get vaccinated. And box office bros out. Thank you for listening to Box Office Bros.
0: Oh, gee, thanks, Dad.
1: You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher.
0: Podcasts are great. Radio's boring.
1: Have a great day, and see you next time.
0: If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. And now, for my next impression, Jesse Owens.
1: Peace out. Later, dinner. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.